Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. All right, so with the All-Star Game tonight, Home Run Derby now in the rearview mirror. Good time to talk some baseball. Ballpark Digest, Kevin Reichert joining us in the Sports Bar. And Kevin, wanted to have you on because there's a lot of interesting storylines around the league and, and you, you have kind of an inside track and inside knowledge of what could be happening here, starting with the A's and their move to Vegas. Kevin, is there anything that could hold this up? Well, there's the, the simple fact that the team has to find a billion dollars to borrow to make it happen. That's a big deal. Mm. Uh, okay, so if they don't do that, I guess, where do we go? Uh, uh, baseball ends up in very uncharted territory. Now, I think they'll find the billion dollars plus. I, I don't. I don't think that'll be a huge point, but I don't think the plan as it's presented right now will actually happen. I think MLB folks, other owners, will say, you know, thirty thousand seats. It's awfully small. How are you going to make money? We don't want you to be revenue sharing anymore. You got to prove to us you're going to make enough money to make it worthwhile to move to Vegas. And Kevin, is that what we know about a potential new ballpark in Vegas, that it would be a smaller ballpark, about 30000 you said? Yes, we do know that, although I suspect it'll end up being bigger. Um, the A's went into this telling everyone they could do a nine-acre ballpark at 30,000 seats with a retractable roof. Well, you know, anyone watching the, 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 the game tonight or watched the, the batting exhibition last night, T-Mobile Park, the roof itself is nine acres big, and it doesn't cover the whole ballpark. So to, to, to say that you can do a nine-acre ballpark is, is pretty silly. So I suspect it'll end up being a larger ballpark that will end up adding seats and create more revenue. So if you're Las Vegas and you're just kind of sitting and looking at your, all your options, and you got the NFL and you have the NHL, you probably will have the NBA, why would you settle for an owner like John Fisher? Like all of a sudden this guy is going to become, he's going to become smart and he's going to know what he wants to do. I, like wouldn't kind of be the better play if you're Las Vegas, they would be at the top of the list for expansion, Kevin? I, I would have gone that route if I were the governor, quite bluntly. Um, I would have said, let let me put together a group of locals with deep pockets to to tackle this issue rather than dealing with with the Oakland ownership. Um, but then again, beggars can't be choosers, and uh, you know, John Fisher was there, and and at some point you just got to bite the bullet and say, all right, we'll work we'll work with him. What about the uh, interim here between Oakland and Las Vegas? Where would the team play? It, it, would they play at the AAA ballpark that already exists in Vegas? Or, or their lease in Oakland? What do we know about, about this situation here? 
I wrote about this yesterday. There are three options. The first is to play in Vegas. Um, the trouble with Vegas right now is their regional sports network went out of business. Oops. <laughs> so, yeah, oops is right. And in fact, the Golden Knights are forming their own network of sorts and going over the air broadcast. Um, so Oakland, if they want to play there, will need to figure out how to, how to create revenue. Right now they receive $50 million a year from, from regional sports network in Oakland. So obviously they'll be there next year. Past that, um, they could, again, end up in Vegas. They could end up sharing the, the ballpark in San Francisco with the Giants, which I don't think anyone would be happy with, but it's not unheard of in baseball history, that's for sure. Or they could end up in Sacramento, where there's actually a regional sports network in business that could pay them decently. Yeah, it's not the only situation, Kevin, obviously. Uh, you've got the Tampa Bay Rays, and at least they're doing their best to stay in that market. Probably baseball would like them to stay in that market. And now we have new artist renderings and a new plan. It, is this the same old, same old, or is there is there some teeth to this, would you say? Is there some real optimism that this might be uh, something they could work with? I, I think the ballpark there will happen. Um and if it doesn't, I, I think baseball will finally say you got to move the team. And I think everyone is aware that the stakes are a lot higher than they were, say, three years ago when 2027, when the TROP lease ends, was an awfully long ways off and there's no pressure. Right now there's pressure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, right now there is a real danger that, that the team could end up moving to a, a Nashville or Montreal if a, a, a ballpark deal isn't struck. Plus, Tampa and St. Pete both are doing financially really well. So there's there's not any any huge uh, opposition that I've been aware of to to a new ballpark in that market in e- either market. Kevin, what about uh, Commissioner Rob Manfred waving his finger at Milwaukee earlier this year? That former formerly known as Miller Park, there, this, the the stadium there, is it really that outdated? And should Brewers fans be concerned at Manfred kind of you know tutting them a little bit here? Let's get let's get a new ballpark going. You know, I, I formerly lived in Wisconsin and saw Wisconsin politics close up, and Matt, it is a dysfunctional state. <laughs> so, so Manfred basically had to come in and, and sort of lay down the law. And he, the, the poor brewers have sort of been swept up in a partisan battle that they're not part of whatsoever. It's the Republicans in the legislature flatly opposing anything proposed by the governor. I mean, the, the, the governor could propose blue skies tomorrow and the Republicans would argue that they should be green. Mm. So um, the repairs to, to, to the ballpark, to Ampham Field, are really on two levels. One is stuff wears out. Roofs wear out. Ball bearings wear out. HVAC systems need to be upgraded. So the ballpark's over 20 years old, so there's the, just the expected wear and tear that needs to be fixed. That's about half the battle. The other half, the, the brewers are paying for um, the brewers are paying for any fan facing stuff. You know, I went to the, I went to, a, a, a very early game this season. It needs paint. It needs fan spaces to be updated. Like the suite level hasn't been updated since the ballpark opened, but the brewers are willing to pay that. Um, so man for coming in, basically, I think that was just his little reminder that, you know, the, 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 the rural Wisconsin Republicans may not have nearly as much leverage in the long run in keeping the Brewers as they think they do. 
Kevin Reichardt is our guest from Ballpark Digest. Um, I don't know if this is a similar story or not, because I, I think of when the Milwaukee ballpark opened, and there you have the Arizona ballpark, and their lease is up in, in 27, which isn't that far off. Kevin, how do you see this playing out? I mean, do, do the Diamondbacks get a new stadium? Um, do they just fix this thing up? Is there cause for be uh, for concern there? Because I, I look at what taxpayers, they've refused all along for the Coyotes in the NHL. Of course, a different story, but how do you see this Diamondback uh, stadium story uh, coming out? I, I think that you're going to see a plan proposed by the team in the next month or two. You know, I was I was told by team people that midseason this year was their goal to present something. The trouble is they really don't know which way to go. Um, the ballpark needs a lot of love. That's not unheard of for, for you know, 20-plus-year-old facility. Um, and I, I really like the location, personally. Um, I know there's some, some movement to want to put a new ballpark out in the Burbs, specifically the East Valley, you know, Scottsdale, Tempe, that whole area. Um, I, I think you're going to hear something within the next month. I honestly do. Kevin, but I don't Kaufman, know which way they're going to go. You know, yeah. I was going to say Kaufman in Kansas City, one of the older ballparks here. What about what the Royals are going to do here? Do, do they stand to make more from developing right there at Kaufman or moving it downtown? How how far along is this downtown proposal that you might be knowing, you might be hearing about? I think you're going to see a proposal. I think the team honestly is is you know John Sherman. This is his first time with such a large decision. He's sort of taking his time. And they're down to either being downtown Kansas City proper or in North Kansas City at a new development. And North Kansas City is really a small community. It's not exactly, you know, a large burb. It's across the river from downtown. It's small. There are advantages to being the, the huge fish there. But I think, uh, I think you'll see a decision about that by the end of the, the season as well. It would not surprise me if they go for downtown um, whatsoever. It's more expensive, more uh, speculative in, in terms of the Royals, but it's a better investment for a development office space, etc. Yeah, it's uh, something that a lot of these stories here, Kevin, the development is where the money's at. Uh, our guest, Kevin Riker, Ballpark Digest. I haven't been to a game up in Toronto in I don't know how many years, but I'm going to go at the end of the month. I'm curious to check out you know, how they fixed up Rogers Center. And I guess kind of similarly, like the Cleveland Guardians giving their stadium a little bit of a facelift this upcoming offseason, and that's only four hours away from us here, Kevin. Uh, what can uh, fans there expect next year? Well, the Cle- Cleveland, they're literally starting this week with the wow. uh, new construction. Uh, I just put up something about it. Um, they're starting with – they're doing two phases. The first phase is more modest. Um, the second phase is expending, extending the second deck and making it a little easier to get around. Um, I, I think it's, it's, it's pretty the, – the plan there was, was done with Cleveland and Cuyahoga County in terms of the funding, and, and everyone seems kind of happy with it. Um, I actually think that this was, this was really a good way to, to save, um, the team from moving out to the burbs in many ways. So you got Cleveland, you got Toronto, which unveiled all the outdoor stuff. And, you know, anyone who's been to the Toronto ballpark knows it was a lot of concrete, a lot of concrete services, a lot of brutalism, quite honestly. And what they've attempted to do is revamp the whole outfield area. Uh, with colorful gathering places and then also 
upgrade the player facilities, which were sort of small and cramped, and take away all the football, any any hint of football out of the place, finally. He is uh, Ballpark Digest Kevin Reichert joining us in the sports bar, talking to Major League Baseball. An expansion, Kevin. We know that the money is in the stadium, so you've got cities lining up, Portland, Nashville, Montreal, Charlotte, just to name a few. Who do you think has the best plan for a stadium when you talk about expansion to Major League Baseball? Uh, well, I think Nashville's a shoo-in. Uh, they've got the investors. They've got the right angles to appeal to to baseball interests. It's a it's a trendy market. Um, it's a financially secure market. So I think Nashville is 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 in. Um, and, and baseball has made no secret about what, going both east and west. So you know, west is going to be Portland or Salt Lake. Uh, I think whoever has a viable ballpark plan and deep-seated owners and, and who can argue that they'll be successful in the long term will, will land the team. They're, they're kind of similar financially speaking in terms of markets. Um, Salt Lake may actually have a better chance than Portland. Portland's sort of shrinking. There was a big Wall Street Journal about issues in Portland, property values, et cetera. Salt Lake a uh, lot of money flows through that city. It's a, it's a financial center of the West. I'm just curious, Kevin. It's a little outside of uh, you know talking about ballparks, but it's also a huge factor. And you brought this up with Vegas that the fact they don't have a regional sports network out there. We don't have one up here for like the Buffalo Sabers. They're an MSG. Like the yep. sport right now, and if they end up in places, I don't know if you know. Say for instance, uh, Portland, Oregon has a sports network. The difference between the haves and the have-nots, a, a yes network or a marquee that can kind of rake in the cash to other places that, all right, let, let's see how the streaming goes. Is this a is this a small problem? Is it a big problem? How would you characterize this in Major League Baseball right now? It is a big problem. One of the issues with Major League Baseball is it sort of ignored the problem until the bitter end. And, uh, and we're until teams were finally forced to confront it. I mean, I wrote about this three years ago, maybe four, as to how streaming was going to kill regional sports networks, and they're dying. Surprise. And so baseball's got to kind of figure out where they want to be in the long run in terms of, of, of streaming plans, in terms of teams doing their own stuff, which I think you'll see more teams forming their own yes-like networks uh, teaming up with other other teams in a market to d- do their own thing, go streaming. And like I said, in Vegas, they're going over the air. You know, they are right. they are doing streaming as well as channel. You know, whatever whatever the local scripts uh, outlet is out there. So I, I they certainly won't be alone in terms of, of that. This is really outside of Major League Baseball's comfort zone, though. And the sport isn't always that great in anticipating trends that, that they're just going to knock them alongside the head at some point. And, and MLB got knocked alongside the head with, with the failure of the regional sports networks this year. Kevin, let us know a little bit more about Ballpark Digest. You obviously know your stuff. And, man, really interesting conversation with you today. Well, thank you. Um, you know, we've been around a long time. I mean, I, w- I was looking at it the other day, 20 years plus. Nice. Uh, we just cover the business of baseball, um, ballparks. You know, when I started, it was just writing about cool food at the ballpark, and here's a great, great place to watch a game and history. And now I spend a lot of time writing about uh, uh, real estate and tax instrument financing <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the, the business side, yeah. which actually isn't that 
that great to the average person, but there's a lot of drama in, in, in the sports business right now. So it's a fun, fun gig. Why is it, Kevin, that baseball, when it comes to the venue, people consider it sacred? Honestly, like, and people have their bucket list and everything else. You really don't have this, maybe with Lambeau, maybe in Chicago, but really everything else in the NFL, not so much. Certainly not arenas. Why does baseball have this level of interest when it comes to stadiums? It's because uh, so many fans, when they were kids, went to baseball games. And so they have this instant nostalgia for their, their childhood. And, you know, let's face it, in the 60s, arenas and football stadiums weren't that particularly interesting. You went for a game, but you weren't really observing anything unique in a lot of places. Um, ballparks have always been unique. And, you know, since, well, since the turn of the century, you know, they, they, professional baseball's always had a sense of the theatrical around it between the first Yankee Stadium between Wrigley Field, between your local ballpark, and that still carries over today. Now, I think 20 years, people will look at arenas and football stadiums like they do ballparks now. Do you think... Uh, I'm sorry, Kevin, go ahead. Oh, of course. No, you go ahead. I was going to ask, I mean, with that being said, do you think that the kids are still going to the ballparks the way they did when we were younger, or do you think things like last night in the Home Run Derby, which felt to both Gene and I like we were watching a video game in, in a way that it was trying to appeal to a younger audience, what what do you think, do you think that that's still happening, that, that the youth is still being invested in the game early on? I think they, they are invested, but they, they interact with, with the ballpark in a totally different way between being on their phones, between loving the the process of walking around the ballpark versus, you know, when I was a kid, you went to your seat and you stay there the whole game. Um, Right now it's a much more interactive um, sort of place to be. And and of course all the signage helps and you're right. It's a sort of a video display, sort of overwhelming video game, blah, blah, blah. You know, everything's coming at you at once. Um, and, and so I know my daughters interact with the ballpark a whole lot differently than I did when I was their ages, their teenagers. Um, and they, they both, they enjoyed the game. They enjoyed going, but they don't, they don't interact with it quite the same as, as I w- did when I went to the Met when I was at 17 years old. Yeah, Kevin, uh, great stuff. I feel like we learned a lot today. Uh, it, well, listen, and when you're w- watching the All-Star game tonight, can you help Spearhead or somebody, can we get back to the actual uniforms rather than this monotone stuff they'll wear tonight here? Yeah, you know, I tend to turn down the sound, and, and I like to watch the games closely. Um, one thing about the All-Star game that, that they do pretty well, which they don't always do on broadcasts, is they really do focus on the players. You get more close-ups of them. You get more you get more, more stories about the actual players. No one cares who wins or loses. Right. Um, and there's a lot of great stories at an all-star game, and that's one, one great reason to watch it. Because um, even the most obscure bench player usually have a pretty good story or two behind them. Um, and I hope the Fox crew can, 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 can bring it out. They aren't always the best at that. Um, that's where someone like a Vin Scully was great. He had a story about every player in existence. Kevin, appreciate the time, man. Really uh, great stuff, insightful stuff, and let's do it again soon. Perfect. I would love to. You got it. There Thanks, Kevin. Kevin Riker, Ballpark Digest. Uh, getting behind some of the business in Major League Baseball here. The big one, of course, being the A's relocating to Vegas. Well, it's interesting. Like, okay, what did we learn out of that conversation? I think that A's move is far from done. It's it's crazy they, how like, far from done it well, is. Like, wait a second. Okay, like you go out and borrow a billion dollars. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, let me just go down to the money store and you know take. 
Come on. And yet Kevin said, like, oh, I don't think they'll have a problem getting it. I mean, they have to get it, but I don't think they'll have a problem getting it when it's all said and done. I think years from now, like people in Vegas will be like, why did we settle for this team? We could have had one of these expansion teams. And do you disagree with his take that it's Nashville and then either Salt Lake City or Portland? I don't. I don't disagree. I think he's right on. And I, I would actually say Salt Lake over Portland. I would give it to Salt Lake before Portland. It seems like Salt Lake, they, they're they willing to build out there and they're yeah. done. Yeah. I, I think in Salt Lake, you would have to, I would imagine that you would have to put a, a roof on it so it would be a more expensive uh, stadium than in Nashville. I think in Nashville, you could probably get away with just a good, old-fashioned, traditional-looking ballpark, mm-hmm. and it would, it would probably print really well in Nashville. But I think in Salt Lake, when you're talking about summers and in the mountains, you get a lot of sun temperatures get up there i would imagine that they would Hmm. probably build something a little bit bigger kind of along the lines of what they have in arizona honestly or texas more along those lines just based on the climate vegas same thing like vegas to me feels i I just i struggle thinking about baseball games being played at 115 degrees oh that that would have yeah it it will be a dome stadium in vegas across from the mgm that's where the plot is and uh it's interesting like no we're not going to play we'll play in sacramento Okay, so which the players union would have to sign off on that, too. Like, you just can't go to a triple A, which, you know, they might. But that seems far from done. The Milwaukee stuff, that seems all political. The Arizona one is interesting. And the Kansas City one is like, that's going to be a splitting time with the Giants. Oh, yeah. That I mean, like, I don't think anybody would like it, but it could be done. I wonder if they're banking on that. Like, oh, that's our ace in the hole if we. Worst comes to worst, we'll just split time with the Giants. Oof. Doesn't really feel like a well-thought-out plan at all. They're just kind of making it up as they go. Yeah, uh, this is Rob Manfred's world here. I'll drink to that is next in the sports bar. We've got some takes on tap, uh, and we also have to share uh, the latest in the Master Stroke saga. We oh, do have yeah. uh, some new, a bit of Master Stroke news, Master! which if you're a Bills fan... Master! It's not the news you wanted to hear today. Yeah, I've got a rant about tonight's game. It has nothing to do with the uniforms. It is like the biggest marketing fraud of all time, and I will explain. Mm. Also, I've got... Uh, here's a trivia question here for you, Danger, and it's going to lead to my NBA take. So Damian Lillard, right, he wants a trade. You know, he's been with the Blazers since 2012. Mm. There's only three other players in the league that have been with their same team that long. So the three longest tenured players besides Dame Time... Well, if you figure this out, you'll see where I'm going with it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need all of your help in a cause uh, in my own personal life that that we need to put a stop to this and we need to put a stop to it. Now I'll explain. I'll drink to that. It's coming up next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan. The Midsummer Classic is tonight. You can join in on the fun with FanDuel. It's Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or 
lose. That's 200 that you could spend betting everything from the most dingers to the all-star game money line and more, all on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on the Major League Baseball all-star festivities and FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash Mike. Get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash Mike. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 